What's up, guys? Today on the show, we're going to be diving into a topic on taking care of your bodies. If you are an athlete, you know that taking care of yourself and recovering from, from whether it be injuries or just a lot of hard work is essential to your performance. Well, today we're bringing on a sports chiropractor, one who's going to talk about the importance of chiropractic for not only the preventative stuff, like the true healthcare, but also injury recovery. He's got a lot of experience in his own life with it, which was what motivated him to get into chiropractic. And now he's helping others so they can improve their quality of life as well as their quality on the field, the court, whatever it may be for their sports that they are participating in. You don't want to miss this episode of the Game Time Guru. So what time is it? Game Time Boost! This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another interview here on the Game Time Guru Podcast. I am your host, Shane Larson. Another episode, another week down. We're over five and a half years running on this show. We're coming up on six years of this show. And I want to give a special shout out and say a special thank you to everybody who has supported us from the beginning. Uh, whether you are new to the podcast, if this is your first time listening, or if you've been with me since day one in 2017, awesome. I just appreciate you guys being willing to join me and, and being part of this journey. We've hit 111 countries uh, at the time of this particular recording. So super, super cool, uh, super stoked about the entire uh, growth of the show. So massive shout out and thank you to all the listeners and the supporters. If you ask, you know, what can I do to help you? If you're, if you're interested in sponsoring the podcast and in some form, I do have a sponsorship package that I can send out an advertising package, let me know. But a simple way to show some support is just open up your Apple Podcast app, which is where you're probably listening to this on if you have an iPhone, and just leave me a five-star review. If you leave me a review on the podcast, it helps it get out to more people. So just a simple, easy, 30-second way of showing some support if you don't you know, necessarily have the, the financial side of things. Just leave me a review, and that'll be awesome. Now, today on the show, as you guys heard in the introduction, we're bringing on a guest, stemming into a new world here on the, on the podcast, and that is talking about chiropractic. And uh, I want to talk about chiropractic and kind of specify the sports world um, and how that can impact athletes and so forth. So helping me with this is Dr. Anthony Cutting from Active Chiropractic Meridian. Did I say that right? That's correct. All right. So, Anthony, I appreciate you joining me, man. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Of course. Thanks for the opportunity. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So came in contact with uh, Dr. Cutting here um, on Instagram. You know, I was, you know, scrolling through uh he messaged me and I, I started following him i'm actually a huge believer in chiropractic care and so that's why i'm really excited to bring this on now before we even get into that i want to ask you dr cutting if you could give us some insight into what got you into chiropractic and maybe a little bit about your sports background as far as whether you were an athlete or a fan or whatever it may be and kind of how the two tie together for you specifically yeah absolutely so Always been a huge sports fan growing up. Uh, played sports, you know, as far as I back as I can remember. Uh, you know, I was never a college or pro level material, although I wanted to be. But I, I played all the way through high school, and uh, we really started seeing chiropractors around junior high. Um, I had an ankle injury my eighth grade year playing football, 
and uh, went and saw the chiropractor soon after. My dad had just started seeing him not long before some low back stuff. But I started. I went to the chiropractor, and he got my ankle fixed up in just a couple visits. And I was I didn't miss any time on the field. Um, then was able to roll into basketball season once football season was over. Just didn't miss a beat, which was awesome. So um, continued that pattern. And as I got into high school, I ended up uh, tearing my left medial meniscus my freshman year. It was still needed surgery. But again, we decided to ask the chiropractor first and have him check it out and, and just doing some conservative rehab with, with the chiropractor. I was able to avoid surgery. Um, and I uh, separated my left AC joint wrestling my senior year. Again, told I needed surgery. Saw the chiropractor, avoided surgery. So that, that really got me interested in, in chiropractic, but it's specifically how it's able to help with athletic injuries. So that got the fire started, so to speak. And then I just continued on into college, went to chiropractic school, and, and took it from there. That's pretty freaking cool, actually. Yeah. Um, so where did you go to chiropractic school at? Which, which, uh, which school around the country? So chiropractic school was in Portland, Oregon. It's known as the University of Western States. And prior to that, I got my undergraduate d- degree, my Bachelor of Science in Human Physiology at the University of Oregon in Eugene. Ah, uh, Ducks fan here then. Okay, we got a duck in the house. That's Let's right. Go. All right, that's cool. That's cool to hear. So, And it's also cool to hear the, the ties to the sports injuries. Um, now, I do have a question for you. So there's going to be there's going to be kids that are listening to this. And when I say kids, we're talking about young men, young women that are probably in their high school range. And we got parents as well, because a lot of the kids that I coach and uh, and cover here in Idaho, as well as, you know, outside of the states, um, they, they're listening to this. And so some of them might have questions or concerns if they've never been to a chiropractor. Right. So one of those that I know is is a concern is, you know, they might see a YouTube video or a, a TikTok or an Instagram of of a chiropractic adjustment and the popping noise and this and that, and they're worried that it hurts. So can you explain to us how it's actually more beneficial? And, and in a sense, I can always tell them I actually find relief out of it, but how does that cracking noise and all those things, like how does that find relief rather than hurting? Like they are all pretty much afraid of. Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, ideally you want to find a chiropractor that you know, is experienced that is continuously always training just like an athlete you know you, you want to every single day I, i'm practicing i'm drilling i'm making sure that um my skills are as good as possible always trying to get better mastery so making sure that the chiropractor is, is very skilled and, and knows what they're doing and then when you do it that way with the training we've had and then continuing to learn each day um, the adjustment is delivered very specific um with a specific force, a specific intention, specific line of drive, so to speak, so that ideally you're not putting any torque or constriction into the muscle, into the joints, into the spinal cord to be very free floating, very safe, and then getting very specific. You're, you're addressing and restoring movement back into a specific joint um, in a safe, effective way. And then with the popping, um, Oftentimes, when you're you're restoring movement in between two bones with the adjustment, um, it makes what's called a cavitation or popping sound, and that's simply um, release of gas bubbles that get trapped in the joint when things are misaligned due to pressure buildup, and so it makes that popping sound. And so that's what the noise is. But the the, the last part of that is the feel good. You know, well, it feels good afterwards. Is, is when you restore movement in a joint with an adjustment. Your body releases chemicals called endorphins, which are your feel-good B chemicals. So, yeah, it definitely feels feels great. Done it in a safe and correct way. 
I love that. Now, you know, we always see a lot of a lot of people will pop their necks or pop their backs, but you actually referenced your shoulder injury in wrestling a little bit earlier. And I'm curious, uh, if you injure your shoulder, specifically like an AC joint injury, like you had like separated AC, uh, which is a common injury in football and wrestling, that's, that's more common than we'd like to say, but it's pot, that's a, it's a it's a common injury. I guess how how does chiropractic restore like how does it realign your shoulder how does it how does it help you in your shoulder we understand the spine like and how it can get adjusted and, and stay in alignment but i guess for those wondering about the shoulder joint specifically how can that help yeah so multiple ways you'd want to address that so first yes we'll look at the spine make sure everything is aligned properly in the neck um, for a couple of reasons if things are misaligned in the neck there's muscles that attach from the neck and the base of the skull and go into the shoulder and the upper neck. So it's going to put, you know, torque onto those muscles. It's going to cause them to potentially spasm and, and can throw off the alignment of the shoulder as well and cause pain. So that's one step. But then also by adjusting the neck, you're opening up the proper nerve flow. So the signal from the brain to the shoulder, these nerves go from the neck to the muscles of the rotator cuff, the upper tract, so the shoulder muscles, it's going to open that up so they can heal appropriately. But then going one last step further is in particular, you want to look for a chiropractor that is focused on sports. Areas. So in addition to adjusting the neck, they're also going to adjust the joints of the shoulder. It might be the AC joint if in a safe way, if it's, if it's necessary. Now at the beginning of my treatment, with being separated, we weren't adjusting that particular joint, but we adjusted the glenohumeral joint where the uh, the humerus, but the arm bone goes into the shoulder socket. We adjusted the elbow. We adjusted some of the ribs that were in the shoulder region. So not the AC joints typically, but some of the surrounding uh, joints um, and the neck, of course. And then also you'll work on the soft tissue structures. So there's various therapy modalities that you can do on the muscles and also into the AC joint, in my case, that are uh, going to speed up the healing process. So, for example, one of them that I use in my office and that I had used on me was a class four deep tissue injury, which is going to decrease inflammation, pain. It's going to speed up that healing process tremendously, and it's very non-invasive. And then as the as the injury was healing over time, and then it became safe to do so, then the chiropractor started adjusting the AC joint itself after it had started to come back together, the ligaments were healing, and we added that component in. And then and then we all did have exercises so that we could get everything moving back to the way it's supposed to and make sure that I didn't have any long-lasting effects from that shoulder separation. So interesting, man. You know, like two years ago, I spoke to a guy named Walter Bond, and Walter Bond was a basketball player. He's now a motivational speaker. Um, and I had him on my show talking about his experience playing for the Utah Jazz. And one of the things he talked about was how well these athletes at the top level took care of their bodies. He specifically referenced Carl Malone and how well he ate. That's why he had like no body fat whatsoever. And he was a specimen if you really want to be real. Um, and then he also referred to John Stockton. He said he would get two to three chiropractic adjustments a day, depending on the amount of practices they were going through because he believed so so much in keeping your body aligned and recovery and so if you want to think about it john stockton played at an extremely high level for his size if you look at the nba he's a little dude he's not that big he's only six foot whatever uh he's a he's a little guy and he played an extremely high level he's unbelievably talented didn't get a championship ring but he played for a long time too so his body was always in good condition he had 
few injuries too. So that's the thing, like comparatively speaking to some of these other uh, high level athletes, you didn't experience a ton of injuries. And so it got me thinking about chiropractic and how that could potentially be there. Cause some people think it's a fluke, right? And I'm sure you've de dealt with that Dr. Cutting. Cause I'm sure people will say, oh, well, chiropractic's a fluke. Cause you get all the internet warriors who want to say this, that, and the third doctors want to argue with different doctors because it's just different forms of, of stuff. But in regards to preventative um, care, talk to us about how chiropractic can help prevent injuries, not just helping with recovery from injuries, but how can it help on the preventative side of things like John Stockton's case? Yeah, no, chiropractic is, is truly care in the sense of that word. You know, what we call health care is, is actually sick care or injury care. You go to the doctor when you're sick or injured. But as you said, chiropractic, in its truest sense, if you utilize this preventative care, is going to balance your body neurologically. As I mentioned before, you're, you're going to get the brain sending the right signals to all the muscles, all the joints, all the organs of the body by restoring uh, any sort of impingement that's happening. So if things are misaligned, nerves are getting pinched, or there's um, what we call too much tone in the nervous system from day-to-day um, from -day stress, slip and falls, emotional stress, chemical stress, when you have that too much tone, if that's not corrected, that's when things break down. You get sick, you get injured, muscles get tight, which can cause you to move in inefficiently. But getting regular chiropractic care and uh, seeing that unnecessary tone in the body and keeping the line of communication between the brain and the, and the body open, that's how you, your body actually has an amazing innate ability to be well, to feel great, to function great like it's supposed to. So we're just hoping to express that, that capacity to its, its truest extent. I love that. Now for your specific chiropractic care that you provide, um, there's a lot of different chiropractic care that's out there. There's the Gonstead stuff. There's a lot of, there's just different methods of chiropractic. So some people could potentially get confused with that because uh, they don't know which one suits them best. So I guess I'll, I'll let you take this to educate us on kind of what you do full body adjustments. Um, is there specific types of chiropractic that you, that you use? If you go onto TikTok or YouTube, you're going to see guys like the OC chiropractor who's doing the magic hug where he's, you know, hugging dudes and cracking their cervical spine, you know, doing a certain way of, you've got the guys doing the ring dinger in Texas where they pull you with the, it's like a Y strap adjustment to get your cervical spine. Like there's just different forms of different things. So I think some athletes, especially the younger ones in this area as well, might wonder, well, what do you provide and, and how do I know that's right for me? So I guess that's where I'll ask you that question. Yeah, that's a great question. So in the most general sense, there's two schools of thought with chiropractic. There's the straights and the mixers. The straights are going to be straight spine. They're adjusting the spine. That's the be all, end all. Uh, the mixers are going to mix in other therapies, as, as we've talked about today, adjusting extremities, working on the muscles, bringing in other therapies, maybe adding a rehab component, talking about nutrition, things like that. So that's the first thing is, is deciding which type of chiropractor you want to see. What what are your goals? The other one can be very effective, but in my my experience and the route I've chosen, I've gone into the mixer camp. I find that I can get people well much quicker and more effectively by adding things other than just spinal adjustments. So then, as you as you there's some subsets, many subsets. So this gone said, there's activator, there's diversified, so many different ways you could be a chiropractor. So in my own uh, practice, my philosophy is I went into the mixer camp and then more specifically, uh, the foundation of what we do is something called the zone technique. 
um, where I can get into that in a minute, but that, that basically is a neurologic rebalancing technique where I'm not as much concerned about having to, you know, adjust or crack bones back into place. Now, many times that does happen. I, I realign in, in a traditional sense like you would see on YouTube, um, but it doesn't have to be done that way. So I can really mold it to the patient's needs and how we deliver those adjustments. So we can get into that in a minute if you'd like, but that's the foundation is the zone technique. And then building on that, I adjust the extremities. I, I do soft tissue work. So um, I was trained in what's called the active release technique. Um, and I, I've been trained in something called the Graston technique, uh, which are using various modalities to really break up fascial restrictions, trigger points, and restoring movement into muscles and joints and soft tissue structures. And then I, as I think I mentioned earlier, I also use something called a class four deep tissue laser to speed up the process. Uh, we do kinesio taping, which I'm sure you've seen athletes all the time wearing the colorful tape. Um, mm -hmm. And then we have something called the Allcore 360, which is an amazing piece of rehab equipment for strengthening and stabilizing the core, the low back, the hips, and the pelvic floor, which if you're strong from the core, uh, the other areas don't have to overcompensate and you can really you know, heal in a much more efficient way. Yo, that's pretty cool. You provide a lot. Um, I think that's super cool. And one thing you just mentioned was the Graston technique. Um, I have personal experience with that. And I would like to say this, because I want to ask you, for athletes like myself, I battled with shin splints. I still do. But like shin splints were a big thing for me. And they actually ended up over time causing stress fractures in both of my shins. So like both of the lower legs. And it caused a lot of problems. I had a lot of scar tissue built up there. And I have like, it's just super tight all the time. And it hurts. It, like it really hurts. So anybody who's been like, who has struggled with, with uh, shin splints knows that they can they, if they don't get treated first, like quickly, they can become debilitating. It literally is almost impossible to run and stop if they get really bad. And that's where mine can get to sometimes. But I, when I got the Graston technique done on my legs for the first time, it was in 2011 and it was a chiropractor who did it. I thought I'd go to a physical therapist or so, like a doctor, but I go to a, like a, like a, like, sorry, like a, like a PA or somebody. And I go to this chiropractic office and he's giving me an adjustment, but he also, he adjusted my ankles. He did all that. And then he worked on me with the grass technique. And I, as much as it hurt because it was on my shin specifically, and he was trying to get all the fascia like released and just working it all out. It hurt like crazy. I actually did cry. Um, it did feel better. So shin splints, that's a topic. I know I, I it's probably going to be weird that I bring that up, but that's a big thing that's hindered me. And it still does. I'm 33. I still battle with shin splints and I go to a guy who's a stretch therapist to help me with all my other stuff to stretch me out. But like, that's part of the focal point too. He, he works on that. Um, with the grass technique and shin splints, like what are some of the things I guess that, uh, that you can provide for athletes that battle with shin splints uh, around here in the Valley? Yeah, I'm really glad you brought that up. That's a very common condition that we see. And uh, as you know, very well, it's awful. And a lot of, you know, a lot of times it's very stubborn to treat. So, We'll use shin splints as an example. If, if you were to come into my office with shin splints, uh, the foundation is I'm going to be balancing your body with the zone technique. So I'm going to be making sure that neurologically, again, the brain is sending the messages out to the to the muscles around the calf, the shin, feet, the ankles, all the way down, making sure that's online, and that'll help you balance and heal. But then, more specifically, I will be adjusting the feet, the ankles, the knees, the hips, uh, making sure all of this functioning and moving appropriately and then using things like Graston on the soft tissue structures maybe some active release the laser is fantastic for decreasing the inflammation that's on you know the, the perioceum or the outer layer of the bone if that's affected or or if it's in the the 
you know, shin muscles themselves. The laser is going to help tremendously. And then we're going to look at some rehab strategies. So um, rolling out the feet, um, getting your toes to move really independently. It's amazing how many people we, we encase our feet in shoes all the time, and then we don't ever move them segmentally. And so our feet can become weak. They get misaligned. They get very weak. They don't learn to move like they're supposed to. And that's your foundation that everything's built on. So the very next door neighbor becomes the shins and the calves. So they start feeling the brunt of that. So we're going to help you learn how to get that articulation back into the feet. You know, there are many other things we have exercises we can teach you on. Um, and then the last component is you got to look at what you're eating. Um, someone eating really horrible food, they're incredibly inflamed. It's going to light up any condition, including shin splints. So we're going to look at it from multiple different angles. No, I love that, man. And that see, I'm, I'm going to encourage all the athletes that are listening to this. Like, just from listening to Dr. Cutting, you might have shin splints, but there's so many other variables that probably are causing that or could be a potential problem around that. And that's where, like, I love talking to you because you're educating these people on the factors of taking care of your body. It's not just right there. That's the problem. There's a lot of other areas that need to be fixed or at least assisted in, uh, whether it's your neck and your brain getting the, the nerve flow down there. Everything needs to be functioning right. Your feet. Uh, that's something that a lot of athletes that I've learned don't even realize how important the feet are. Like they use them all the time, right? Using them to, to play sports, but they don't realize like taking care of them in regards to like their strength and everything like that, uh, the proper ways. It's hindering a lot of those athletes. A, a, a buddy of mine was working with Auburn's football team last year, and that was one of the biggest problems that that team had across the entire board, including their quarterback, who's now actually at Oregon, I believe, Bo Nix. But uh, their quarterback, his his feet were all jacked up. That's what was causing all these other injuries across his entire body, and he couldn't recover fast enough, and there was a lot of things they had to work on there. So it's kind of interesting to, uh, to hear you say that. Now, when you talk about, like, like we always say, well, it starts somewhere. And we've mentioned the core. Like if you have a strong core as like an athlete or just a human being, typically the other stuff doesn't have to compensate. But like, then you mentioned the feet, like where do you typically see for the athletic perspective, the problem starting to occur with the body? Is it in the core? Is it in the feet? Is it where? Is it in the neck? Like where do you typically see the problems beginning for athletes? I would say these days, it's going to start with the neck and the core. So where when an athlete isn't working out, doing their sport, our society outside of that is very sedentary these days. You know, kids are sitting in, in class for long hours, sitting over their digital devices at computers. Um, they're wearing headbacks all day long when they're going from class to class. And so what happens is the core shuts down, doesn't engage when you're slouched forward over your you know, iPod or your, or excuse me, iPad or your laptop, your your iPhone, right? And the core shuts down, and then the head is also going forward. It's what we call forward head posture. So, what we see all the time is the core not engaging, and everything slouching forward, and the head going forward. For every inch the head goes forward, it adds ten more pounds that your head now weighs, and so that's a ton of extra stress that adds up. So I routinely see kids I have or people all ages, but let's say high school athletes that have three inches of forward head posture. So now instead of their head weighing 10 pounds, it, it now weighing, you know, 35 pounds or almost 40 pounds. And then the core is not engaging. So that's putting a ton of stress into their neck, into their shoulders, into their low back, you know, chronically tight hamstrings, calf muscles that are just like crazy. So that's, that's a big part of where it starts. 
I would say. And then we talked about the feet already, too. If the feet are jacked up, you're getting hit from both sides. Too much stress <laughs> in the neck and the core, and the feet aren't, aren't moving, which then that lack of movement in the feet and the ankles is going to also cause you to have more stress into the knees, into the hips, low back especially. Have you ever, in your experience, have you noticed, like, if you ever had somebody come in who didn't even realize that, they might not even realize, because it's just part of your day-to-day, but maybe you lay them on their side, you do a lumbar adjustment of some sort uh, to, you know, release their lower back a little bit or their hips, so to speak. I don't know. Like, have you ever had some where you did that and they were just like, whoa, I didn't know I was like, I didn't know I was that jacked up, but then they feel like a million bucks. Have you had that happen for you? Yeah, every day. <laughs> Multiple times a day. So, yeah, it, it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, people, people all the time, they're, they're shocked to see what I, when I show them what their posture looks like. We have a system called our posture screen. I, I take posture from the front and from the side, and we have, you know, lines and measurements that we do. And I walk them through that on their initial visit. And people are shocked every day. Wow, I didn't realize my, my head was far forward. Oh, my goodness. I thought I was standing straight, and here I am leaning away to the left. Um, and then, as you said, once we do the treatment and we get them, you know, that, that adjustment. And so many times it's just instant relief. I like, wow, I've been hurting for 10 years and I didn't really, even after one or two adjustments, I could feel this good. I just thought, it, I thought this was my new normal and it doesn't have to be that way. Oh, see, that's so awesome, man. I love hearing that. Now for, for those guys that are like, okay, well now I'm, I'm interested in, in, in potentially doing this. How, how many adjustments per week does somebody need to get? Like how, frequently do they need to attend a chiropractor if they want to stay in alignment and they want to be able to perform at their best uh what, what would your recommendation be yeah it's an excellent question and it really depends on the person and the condition so each condition requires you know different kind of work and then each person heals at a different rate but on on average let's say just the average say a low back sciatica use that example or, or the shin splints I'll typically start with someone twice a week for at least the first two weeks. And then depending on how quickly they're healing, they may go down to once a week for another four to six weeks, or they may stay at twice a week for another month. And then at that point, they go down to once a week for another month after that. So we're looking at anywhere from, let's say, six weeks to three months of active care. And over that course of time, maybe someone's coming anywhere from eight to 20 visits during those that period of time and that usually can get the issue resolved and to get them back feeling functioning great moving well we really empowered uh, the, the patient during this time to you know do better exercises and stretches to take care of themselves at home you know eating well just really give them tools to take care of themselves and then at that point if they're if they're diligent about taking care of themselves beyond that point i feel i don't need to see someone more than maybe once or twice a month and they're they're able to keep Enjoying an amazing quality of life. That's so cool. I want to reiterate something you said earlier about the weight of the head. A lot of football players, we always complain about the the feeling of the helmet, the weight of the helmet. When you're not, when you're getting back to your full like practices after having not worn a helmet for six months or something, everyone complains about the helmet. They're like, "Oh, it's so heavy. It sucks." Well, if you really think about it, it really isn't that heavy because your head is heavier than the helmet is. And what Dr. Cutting was just saying. If you're slouched forward, which most of us are, let's just be real. A lot of us are like we have a little bit of a forward curve. Like we're just we're pushed forward. That's just how we are um, with our necks and so forth. You may not even realize it uh, that that's a lot of weight. When you just mentioned, you know, even a three inch 
movement forward, like you, you have that three inch slouch or whatever, that's almost 30 pounds worth of pressure that could have could be alleviated. So if you're complaining about your helmet weight, maybe just adjust your neck a, a little bit and get go see a chiropractor. You might see that uh, the helmet's nothing, man, compared to what your head probably weighs and uh, puts on your body. So you mentioned earlier, Dr. Cutting, you, you wanted to kind of elaborate a little bit more on the zone technique and, and some, some things that you do. I, I would love to be educated on some of the things in a little bit more, I guess, detail, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll use my own personal journey uh, through my own technique. So I mentioned to you guys earlier how I first got into chiropractic and got interested in was from the sports background, right? So then as I, you know, I finished high school and went to college, I saw in football or any other sports, just became a regular college student, but stayed active. Um, but in the course of my football career, I had uh, four concussions that we knew of and got my bell rung multiple times, probably beyond that. I mean, football, as you know, it's, it's an amazing game, but it's a violent game. So I knew I had that already going for me and didn't think too much of it at first. But then around age 21, um, my health really started deteriorating. So I developed these migraine headaches. I would get these vertigo spells where the world would be spinning out of control. Um, I would have just issues. I had this ringing in my ears. Um, that to be soft and not too noticeable, or it could be so loud. I mean, I wouldn't be able to have a conversation with someone sitting right next to me. Uh, just be completely stone deaf. And, and prior to that, actually, I backing up when I was 15, I lost the hearing in my left ear. And doctors never gave me a great explanation as to why. And I kind of did with the one ear for those next six years until I started to apart at the age of 21. And so at this point, I had just finished up with the OVO. I was going into chiropractic school and, uh, and I, I made it through chiropractic school and I've been adjusted and, you know, and learning about chiropractic and, and all that there is to it. But, and it would help here and there. Definitely the adjustments help to some extent. But overall, I, I personally got worse for the next decade. And so, until finally 2017, around the age of 30, I was at a point where some days I would do all right and I'd be, I'd be okay. Other days, I mean, it was enough to really get out of bed. Um, and I just was felt like my whole body hurt like i had been in a massive car wreck but i hadn't on top of everything else i already described and i went and saw everybody under the sun traditional medical doctors specialists every technique i knew of physical therapy acupuncture i tried every supplement every diet you name it i probably spent i didn't want to know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars over that decade trying to get well and and nothing was sticking it was progressively getting worse in the grand scheme of things Finally, 2017, I discovered a chiropractor in San Francisco, California, Dr. Peter Goldman, who was doing something called the zone technique. And I, despite everything I knew in the world of chiropractic and in this whole health journey that I'd been on, I hadn't come across the zone technique. But it sounded like Dr. Goldman was getting just miracles, <laughs> in my opinion. And I thought, man, I got nothing to do So I went down. I drove from Eugene down to San Francisco, saw Dr. Goldman. He saw me four days in a row, just adjust me four days in a row. Um, and even from the first adjustment, I wasn't feeling as dizzy. And then, you know, each time I saw him, you know, the migraine started going away. My balance came back, my digestion improved, and my body wasn't hurting anymore. I was able to get back into being being active, not only in my practice, taking care of my family, you know, getting back to, you know, communicating with my family, being able to be active with my kids and my wife again. Um, 
we're just basically getting everything back with the exception of well, my hearing did not return in the left ear. So I still am hearing impaired, but to have everything else come back, uh, that was life changing. So that, that became you know, what I wanted to do for people. So I learned from Dr. Goldman, you know, specifically became one of her, his first, I guess, official students, you'd say. Um, at that time, he actually launched a, a zone school, he calls it, where he was teaching others to do it. So it was perfect timing for me. So I learned from him. And uh, the premise of the zone technique that's different, and it worked for me, is most chiropractic, physical therapy, basically any other alternative health field or any medical field, really is assuming that the brain is fine to but you, you've got a misalignment in the neck or the back or tight muscles that are pulling things out or causing pain. Or maybe, you know, you just need to clean up your diet and it'll help your digestion. And that's true to an extent. But really what can happen is as a result of stress, physical and mental, um, emotional or even chemical stress, our bodies can become unbalanced in one or, or more of six systems that our brain uses to control every cell of the body. So when we're unbalanced, even though in my journey, I ate incredibly clean, I, you know, I stretched out, I did, cleared out the misalignments or subluxations, sometimes call it, you know, I did all these balance retraining exercises, the brain was still unbalanced. And until the, my body got balanced in that sense, neurologically, I wasn't able to get well. But when I was finally able to get balanced, all those other things I was doing right were able to finally help my body heal efficiently. So it takes it to that next level beyond traditional chiropractic or otherwise. Yo, that's crazy. What a cool story though, too. Yeah. Like, that's, I'm glad you shared that story behind it as well, which is the motivating factor. Um, Dr. Cutting, how can these people that are listening that are in the Treasure Valley, which is this surrounding area of Boise, Nampa, Meridian, Eagle, all this, you know, CUNA, all the, all them, how can we uh, get a hold of you? How can they follow you? Is there a website, social media, where you're located? How, if they're listening to this and like, okay, I need to go see Dr. Cutting, how, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, so as you you mentioned earlier, you know, you and I connected on Instagram. So we're on Instagram at Active Cairo Meridian. Um, got a Facebook page as well, Active Cairo Meridian. Um, our website is CairoMeridian.com, C-H-I-R-O-M-E-R-I-D-I-A-N.com. Uh, and yeah, we're just located in Meridian off of Fairview between Eagle and Locust Grove in the Pine 43 buildings. So definitely love to serve. Heck yeah. I'm going to put that here in the description. Make make sure we have the links for your Instagram page as well as your website. I'd encourage all the athletes and the parents, especially even if you're not playing sports, go check them out. Go see what, what he can do to help you improve your quality of life. And um, yeah, especially if you're an athlete, though, I'd encourage you to start that habit now and taking care of your health um, and making sure you understand the importance of like your posture and so forth. So my last question for you, Anthony, before we, we uh, wrap up the interview, if you could give some advice to some of these athletes out there or the general public on how to improve their posture from all the patients you've seen in your experience so far, how can they take care of themselves naturally? Like, do they improve their posture? Do they put their shoulder blades back? How do they make their neck not so forward leaning like mine is? Like, how do they do that? Yeah, I mean, I try to keep it as simple as possible, but I a few different tips I would say to help you perform at a much higher level. Simple but efficient tips. Number one would be um, set a timer throughout the day on how much screens that you're using. And if you're having to be at the computer for a certain 
time, have a timer go off every hour or so. And then you can go onto YouTube. You can Google simple neck stretches or what we call wall angels or scapular retraction exercises. You just Google that and do that, you know, for a couple minutes every hour. If you know you're going to be have, having to be slouched over a computer for a long period of time. And just doing that throughout the day is going to be a mini reset for you. And then going beyond that, um, I, something I do every day, every morning and night, is I get a tennis ball or a lacrosse ball, and I roll out the bottom of my feet. If I'm watching TV, or I'm, you know, I, I read the Bible each morning, so as I'm reading, I'm rolling out my feet. And by releasing the feet, it's actually going to release everything up the chain, your calf, your hamstrings, into the low back, all the way to the skull, basically. So it's super simple, but it's going to start your day and keep those feet moving like we talked about today, which is going to just help tremendously head to toe. And then, you know, the last couple of things I say is make sure you're getting adequate sleep at night. So many of us are sleep deprived, and when we're not sleeping, our bodies break down. We can't heal it, just a cascade of negative effects. And then, you know, diet is huge. Um, you know, minimize your consumption of the fast food, processed foods, which is a whole topic in and of itself. I won't go down that trail too deep. But, uh, yeah, just be mindful of trying to get more vegetables and healthy foods into your diet, if at all possible. You can, there's a lot you could talk about with that. Man, that's all super helpful, man. And I, 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 I'm guilty of it myself. I'm just, I get lazy. I get, like, I work at a computer all day, and I know the importance of this stuff. I just need to get disciplined and do it. I'll, I'll go work out twice a day, but I won't take a couple minutes here and there to like stretch my myself out, do these exercises like you're talking about for your neck, stretch that out you know, roll out the bottoms of my feet, that kind of stuff. That, that's stuff that I need to just add into my daily routine. And it's just part of what I do because I understand the importance of it. So I appreciate you sharing that. And Dr. Cutting, like I said, I appreciate you being on the show and being willing to share your expertise and your knowledge. My, my encouragement is for, again, everybody who's listening to this. If you live in this area, especially go check out his office and see what he can do for you guys. And uh, yeah, once again, man, I just want to say thanks for joining the show. Yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely, brother. For all those listening, hey, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And like I said at the very beginning, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review, it would help me out. It's going to get it out to more and more people. So uh, do that, and we'll be coming to you next week with another one. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars, and leave me a review, it would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.